All right, welcome everybody to our latest MX Vice SMX review show on the MX Vice Network. Thank you everyone for listening and supporting the site. We really appreciate it. We'd firstly like to thank our sponsors for this one in Golf Racing Fuels, Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Acherbys, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, O'Neill, and of course even Strokes for all their incredible support, as without them none of us would be possible. All right, welcome, Brad Wheeler. How's life, mate? And thanks for taking the time. And before we get cracking, just hit up that even strokes discount code for us if you can. Yeah, we're all good here, mate. Thank you. Um, yeah, so the even strokes discount code, Brad Wheeler 10. Put that in at checkout. It saves you 10% off. And uh, for anyone who follows uh, MX Vice on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or follows James Burfield or myself or Ed, um, MX Vice got some new uh, hoodies just dropped. So, um, yeah, they're available on the MX Vice website or at evenstrokes.com. So, yeah, if you um, put the discount code Bradbury to 10 in, that'll um, knock 10% off. And, uh, yeah, I've got one of them hoodies and they are um, they're legit, comfy as. So, yeah, everyone get yourself one. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe the new surveys just dropped on MX Vice too. So lots of cool prizes to be won for all the fans, readers, industry people out there. So, there's a bit happening at MX Vice, mate, so it's good to see. And for now, we'll definitely enjoy chatting about some SMX, mate. It was a really interesting weekend of action. A lot of talk about the track, a lot of talk about bike setup and suspension, how it was quite challenging to navigate on that track because it was pretty much mainly motocross with just that rhythm section. So what do you think of it, mate, all the mixed opinions? Do you think it was better than expected? I think it played out pretty well. I guess the spectacle as a whole was pretty cool. They were certainly leaning in hard on the commentary, so this is the pinnacle of dirt bike racing in the world all the best guys are here they were going hard on that weren't they mate during the commentary which is probably a little bit over the top but you can understand it trying to build the hype mate it was pretty cool so yeah it was just hard to find separation for the top guys definitely more outdoorsy but yeah overall pretty cool spectacle for the first one wasn't it yeah i think it was uh i think it was a success i don't i think it was a lot more um <clears throat> yeah motocrossy than supercross which i think shocked a lot of people a lot of riders i mean we've seen the track map uh prior to the race but it's still kind of you still kind of get like a super crossy feel from it but uh, yeah after watching the racing um <clears throat> they look like they sort of ripped the the out pretty much everywhere apart from like that main rhythm section so it was actually quite choppy and bumpy um i think that's yeah why we've seen quite a few people sort of washing the front end with like super cross suspension mm. they're just sat on top of the bumps and um yeah was really played havoc with a lot of guys but i think it i think overall yeah it was a success there was some good racing it wasn't great for passing it was kind of, most of the passes kind of happened in that one rhythm section but it was a good rhythm section there was lots of different varieties going through there lots of there was like one main big line but like seeing the first 450 race even roxon was not doing like the the main big line that Sexton and Fernandez were doing. It was costing him quite a lot of time, but he was obviously, um, I guess he was making it up around the rest of the track because he was still kind of closing the gap and rode strong for a third and then, yeah, picked up on that line in the, in the the um for the second moto and kind of checked out for a majority of the, for the second race until sort of Sexton hit the afterburners and uh, caught him up and just literally just blew past him as soon as he caught him it was just straight by there was no hesitation wasn't waiting just sort of made it happen but um 
yeah, I think it was. I think it was. A, I'd say it was a success. If you were fouled in MX Sports, you've got to be um pretty happy with it. I think. Yeah, but absolutely not really too many complaints and lots to learn. The teams, the riders, the broadcast, everyone, just the structure around that must have been quite a logistical nightmare getting it set up, especially in a dragway like that where, you know, often hard to get fans as close as you might like with that engagement as opposed to motocross so, and usual supercross. So it was pretty cool. But yeah, the ruts developed quite interesting. There's, Like you said, there were some square edge choppy bumps. Really, yeah, that was the main takeaway, I guess, that hard balance to find of the settings and the compromises you needed to be made. And a lot of guys obviously went softer and then you hear Plessinger saying he went too soft and then had to stiffen it up again for the second one. So all that sort of stuff will hold him in good stead for the future. But yeah, you had to be really precise and exact in making those passes when you sort of had to set it up, you know, half a lap in advance, really sort of react and then pounce when the time was there, wasn't it? I guess Shimoda on VR was a pretty perfect example of that, mate. But yeah. It was really cool racing yeah. overall, but I suppose the main thing you could take away was just Sexton. How good was he, mate? He was loving that Supercross style. He said as soon as he put the suspension back in, he was just so happy. And he definitely rose above, I guess, the class of them in that one, didn't he, mate? He had the blistering speed. He was so much faster. Both his lap times were the fastest on the night. He was pretty much ahead of so many of the stats and sections. And the riding was really good. He looked comfortable, which was something he was saying he just really enjoyed he felt right at home on that track and a good happy chase sexton's definitely a formidable opposition isn't he mate yeah i think it, it kind of looked like the chase from basically from supercross at the start of the year mm. just yeah charging was aggressive looked like he had a lot of trust in the bike just not like what we saw in the outdoors really um Jet, on the other hand, was like complete opposite in the first race looked like he was really struggling fighting the bike um yeah, perhaps maybe went a little bit too stiff. Obviously, it's kind of like the first race for him on a 450 indoors, even though it's not a full Supercross track. But yeah, it looks like he maybe altered something before the Moto2 because he definitely looked a lot more comfortable in Moto2, kind of made some really good passes, got into second, and then wasn't obviously able to close down the gap to chase. But I think it was, um, it sort of, Gave him a bit of uh, something to hang his hat on, something to go into next week, um, knowing that he's not a million miles off the pace. Um, but yeah, Chase looked solid, looked like the best guy all day. Yeah, like I said, caught Kenny from probably like five or six seconds back and yeah, just straight by him, didn't even kind of acknowledge him, just complete disrespect, <laughs> just by him and gone. Um, yeah. Um, it's yeah, it was hard, to, you couldn't really uh pick fault in Chase's ride, it was just like solid from start to finish, made quick passes. And um, yeah, I mean, we know Ken is kind of like the master at getting out front and putting in those hot laps, but yeah, just couldn't quite couldn't quite manage it in that second moto. But I think he's got to be pretty happy. Um, obviously, he's not really been racing at all, he did high point and then's not raced since so. First race Maybe just WSX him. as well, but that's sort of very yeah. I mean, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. So and same for Dylan. I think obviously kind of is been pretty vocal about the Yamaha. Not super keen on it, but um, really good ride in the first one. Thought um, Kenny was going to catch him at one point and go by him, but he sort of um, uh, sort of like held Kenny off, like sort of uh, three quarters of the way through, and then yeah. Set um settled for that second place, but yeah, I think I think it was good. I think it shook 
shook up the standings for the SMX. It wasn't the same people at the front. Like Anderson had, had some good rides. Plessinger was at the front again. And obviously we had Webb back first time on the 450 Yamaha or the new 450 Yamaha, I should say. Um, yeah, I mean, he kind of slotted in where I think you'd expect him to slot in for a first race with kind of hardly any prep time mm. around sort of like that ninth, eighth, seventh place. But yeah, I can see Cooper sort of getting better and maybe jumping up on the podium in uh in the last round. But yeah, like I said, Sexton was um was just dynamite all day. Couldn't fault it. Yeah, mate. Well said. Definitely a statement ride. I believe the main stat doing the rounds was he didn't lead a lap outdoors, which was quite mm. staggering considering how fast he was and how well he was riding. Just Jet was impressive. But yeah, it was definitely a statement performance full of authority. So, but yeah, we're talking about Ken Roxon. I've just done an article on MX Vice about him and, you know, very impressive. Only raced twice, especially since the Supercross final in May. So it's pretty impressive, you know, the skill you know, the adaptability and the technique and just how happy he was with the bike. You hear a lot of guys saying that they were struggling, but he was just like, yeah, I didn't overthink it. I was kind of happy. It all worked pretty fine. And yeah, just a consistent day for him. Obviously didn't have that elite speed like Sexton does, but obviously training with him at the Moto Sandbox, he knew what the speed is and he knew probably where he fitted in against the fastest guy in that format, which is Sexton. So yeah, pretty good. 3-3 three, mm. three for second overall. I don't think there's much to complain. And just a couple of stats for you, mate. He was Never lower than ninth in any of the 10 segments over the two motos. And he bagged four top three and two fifth place segments, which was pretty cool. And third fastest average lap time in both motos and posted the second and third fastest lap time in the races. So those stats are pretty good. Pretty good fitness, mate, considering, you know, he's had so much inactivity and, you know, he works hard and he does everything to prepare yeah. himself. But still, you can never really prepare yourself for the intensity those guys are running at. So. Yeah, it just looked like he was just yeah. refreshed and he's having fun with that program, loves the freedom and the reduction in pressure that he has on that program. And I reckon he should be doing similar results for the next couple. Do you see anyone beating Chase in the last two, mate? It's going to be pretty hard. You could probably only see Jet maybe, but you never know. There's more room for error in these kind of things. There's more room for things to go wrong. And I guess another cool thing was Kenny as he's going to the Motocross of Nations for Germany. So that'll be a real good heavy hitter there to sort of boost that team, which was already pretty strong. So... Yeah, just good to see Kenny out there fully fit and firing. And it's always good news for the sport. He gives that extra layer of interest and intrigue when he's out there. And also on top of that, how did you find the length of the motos, mate? Do you think they were too long? Do you think they should have been shortened? Because there's a lot of chat about that. Personally, I think they were fine for now. But yeah, I guess they'll always be looking to streamline it, won't they? Yeah, I think um, Kenny is obviously just an elite level rider. He's... <clears throat> like been one of the best riders in the world for the past like 10 to 12 years probably longer um and just yeah he's just got that natural ability that you can't really teach and like the suzuki is not obviously the most like up-to-date bike out there obviously doesn't have the electric start or anything but it handles well it's a solid machine doesn't have like all the fancy bells and whistles it just does everything every sort of basic thing really well and on a track like that where you kind of in between supercross and motocross it it's planted you know it's sort of you could see him he had a lot of confidence in sort of those sort of choppy bumps he was able to stay light on the bike he looked quite aggressive too didn't he yeah he looked really good the first like i said the first those explosive laps when he, he sort of got past masterful and did like five or six hard laps he looked real good sort of like 
a Kenny from sort of <clears throat> 2021, 2022, when he was on the Honda and sort of back back at the front winning races. Yeah, it looked really good. Um, but yeah, kind of the same thing we've seen in the Supercross the last few years, just sort of like gets to that 15-minute mark and it not comes untangled, but he sort of just struggles to sort of keep that intensity for the final final five minutes but like not being funny chase chasing jet or that next generation of rider there <clears throat> they're just it's just a different level um than what the rest of the guys are at i mean you take those two out of it kenny goes one one comfortably um but yeah just chasing jet they're just on that different level the same as how kenny was going back seven eight years um it just every it just comes everything comes full circle he's now the veteran guy um but yeah he's doing well and on the right night sexton gets a shit start jet has a shit start um those six seven explosive laps at the start could could be enough to bag a win um but yeah i'm just trying to see if i can find the the trap map for the for the next round See, Why you do that? Just similar. the length of the racing. You're happy with the time? Yeah, the the they're they're kind of a bit long, but then I guess a main event is twenty minutes, but there is obviously two of them. So yeah, I don't know. It's it's hard because obviously they're doing. I think they ended up doing sort of like seventeen laps, hmm. um, which is a is a lot of laps. Is well, yeah. is not a lot of laps, but there's also two two races but there's not heat races and anything so um hard to say really i think if you had 20 minutes of guys battling at the front you'd be you'd say yeah it's fine but obviously in the first one chase got out front real real early and there wasn't really any threat to him for the whole moto so it did kind of drag on a little bit but um yeah i, I don't think they're too long it's not yeah like i said it's not like they've got Four heat races to um to contend with as well. It's literally just yeah. those four motos plus um one or two kids races. I think so. Um, probably a bit I, weird going. You know, seventeen and a half minutes or eighteen minutes. It was probably a good yeah, exactly. Fifteen so, probably just a bit too short, especially for the riders and the fans that are making all that effort to go there. You want to get a bit of bang for your buck, don't you? Yeah, exactly. I think I think twenty minutes is is a good amount a good amount if they had gone like 30 like an outdoor like a national that would that would have been too much but yeah i think 20 minutes i mean heat race in supercross is i think it's eight minutes or something so yeah um yeah you sort of take out the four heat races which is 32 minutes and you're not a million miles away so yeah i think i think two 20 minute motors plus it's only plus one lap as well not plus mm. two laps so yeah i'm I'm happy with the, the 20 minutes i don't know i don't know about yourself yeah i thought it was pretty good mate yeah you can't really complain it was yeah and just plenty plenty of racing for everyone to enjoy mate and before we get onto that track map you've got there just a quick word on ferrandis as well there's a lot of talk saying he's off to hep suzuki which is kind of following in the footsteps of kenny wants that freedom obviously you've seen his bike mm. issues he's been quite vocal about it but yeah, I think it's still watch this space with him. He's talking to some teams and it was pretty cool to actually see him cut a more content figure than usual because, you know, he sort of can be a bit disgruntled, especially when things aren't going his way. And he sort of mentioned about 
surviving on the track, you know, with that supercross suspension, which you needed for the rhythms and then just managing the rest of the circuit. So, yeah, it was good to see him back up there, two, four for third. Overall, we know what he's all about. Hard charger, never gives up, we'll always keep trying no matter what. And, yeah, last few races on Star Yamaha, it would seem for sure. So he'll look to go out on a bang, but not really too many negatives associated with that for him, mate. Loves the outdoor stuff, very comfortable, <clears throat> great on everything, really. Just a complete rider, even though the 450 Supercross definitely hasn't gone the way he's wanted it, mate. But another great rider mm. to throw in the mix every week, isn't he? Yeah, I, th- I think, um, I mean, Fran has always been a great outdoor rider, obviously won the, the championship in 21. And I, th- I think it's mad that he's not still on a factory ride, per se. Um, I don't know why Star have not figured something out to keep him. Um, it's absolutely it's mind boggling. He's he's capable of running up front in the Supercross if he can get a start. Obviously, the starts have just they've just not been there for him. But um, yeah, I I think it's mad that he's not on. They're not keeping him to be honest. But um, yeah, he he looked really good in the first moto. Definitely, he um was doing the big rhythm pretty much every lap. Um was kind of keeping chase like relatively honest. Like he was just keeping he was keeping the gap sort of between seven and eight seconds. Um so any sort of little tip over from Chase, which has been known to happen for anyone who's not <laughs> watched Supercross before. Um you've got to like if you're Dylan, you're kind of liking the chances of Chase maybe washing the front. Um but yeah, he looked he looked good. Like I said, he's good motocross rider. The track was heavily motocross. Um, like probably 80-20% motocross. Um, but yeah, I think he's in for sort of like a good three rounds, and hopefully can earn a, like a decent amount of money. Because I don't know, I think he is very money orientated. Because I think if uh. I think he would have had an offer from Star Yamaha, but maybe not for what he wanted. Um, so yeah, we'll see how he goes with um, sort of yeah. I'm guessing he'll be teammates with with Kenny next mm-hmm. year. Yeah, but, yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah, but maybe Suzuki having two <clears throat> sort of top level guys, Suzuki might pull their finger out and do a bit of sort of R and D and put a bit of put a bit of effort into it so yeah could be good could end up being the team to be on in a couple of years but yeah i just had a quick watch of the track map and it's kind of very similar very outdoorsy yeah it's pretty um, outdoorsy it bit. looks like yeah it looks like there could possibly be a set of whoops but i feel like it's just going to be more like the mogul things you get it like daytona where they're kind of just there to sort of upset the balance of the bike a little bit nothing or slow down the speed slightly. <laughs> yeah, because it does look very fast. Sort of a couple sand sections, which hopefully will be quite good if they if they sort of rough up. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's um pretty much just wide open. They sort of go around a bit of a corner, so I'm guessing they're probably not super cross whoops. Yeah. Um, I can't even really see a proper super cross like rhythm section. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> in this one just kind of the main the guys will be happy with that berm there they'll be able to do some passes in that bowl turn there that's for sure (laughs) yeah yeah there was a lot of uh, a lot of flat turns um in charlotte for sure they're loving Uh, those sandwiches aren't they mate it's sort of become a staple Mm. hasn't it 
Yeah, I did like the off camera turn mm. um, where Jet dropped it in the uh, in the first one. It was quite quite cool. Little off camera sort of um... split lane sort of added some variety. They actually mm. played out quite well, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I forgot about the, the split lane. That was um that was pretty good. Usually they kind of end up favoring one side or the other, but mm. it kind of seemed like one side would be good and then the other one would sort of come back in and they were able to cut back across going back down the start straight. So that was yeah, that I think it was a lot worked, of dudes alternated really well. between race mm. and in the race too. So that was cool. That actually got used as desired. Yeah, exactly. I think it I think it worked really well. I I like the split start. Um, yeah. Ricky kind of touched on it that the um it seemed like a lot of the whole what well, most of the whole shots were coming from the the left hand side just because you've got the use of that back break yeah. coming into the corner. You can just obviously leave that break in just slightly later. It's easier to corner with your foot sort of just on the break for a bit of balance. Um <clears throat> yeah, like we've seen Hunter, I think he was on the the left side on the second start and crashed just probably a bit too much front break and then a little bit greasy, lost the lost lost the traction and went down. He had a bit of a shitter, but we'll uh, touch on that in a bit. But yeah, I think like I'm just looking at the points now. They're um yeah, Chase is twelve up on Jet and Plessinger, which <clears throat> is nothing when you think the next round is double points and the final round is triple points. But yeah, if obviously if Jet wants to win this thing, he needs to start winning some races. But yeah, like it's far from over, obviously by design. Yeah, with the points system coming into play. But yeah, just to touch on Jet, yeah, obviously didn't go to plan for him. On the track like that where you needed your starts, it just didn't happen for him. And, you know, having to sort of push through the field and those guys looked a bit more racy, battling him and a bit more confident, I guess you could see. He was trying to make his way through, but it was just really one lined in a lot of section and he was getting bunched up quite often and then you know, he just couldn't get through. And then the guys behind him would be like Cooper Webb trying to make a move on him when he's trying to pass. So he was getting a, trying to defend mm. and attack. And yeah, it was just a tough one for him, mate. But he'll learn from that. And I think they were going to, you know, look at making some adjustments to the start. And obviously the suspension wasn't completely dialed. So they made some changes there too. But yeah, I reckon he'll be a massive force to be reckoned with still. But, you know, everyone's pretty quick to jump on the the hate for him. It was pretty savage reading some of the comments on, yeah. the, on the results put up. But just look what the man's done. You know, he's 20 and he's just pretty much just taken all before him in both classes, mate. So, yeah, he's a machine and you're allowed to have one off night, mate. And just, you know, people can accept it. That's so it. he's just set the bar so high. The standard's outrageous. You still enjoy watching yeah. riding the, the sections we yeah. saw. It's just still the way he attacks sections and manipulates the bike and, you know, moves his body. It's so impressive, isn't it, mate? But he'll be looking well, for more. And I suppose you look down the list and you got Anderson and Plessinger. You know, their results probably didn't reflect their speed. I know AP was definitely <laughs> a lot happier with the riding than he was the result. So he always brings a good vibe to any race. So the fans will be into him whenever he's there with the cowboy hat on, mixing it up, mate. So... Those guys, and then I guess you could throw Barsha in the mix there. He was a bit sort of indifferent towards it all. Got a lot of really bad arm pump. Like his starts were quite solid, but he just lacked comfort and searching with the bike and getting the suspension right. Plenty of room to work on. But yeah, he wasn't the hugest fan of the track, but yeah, that arm pump just killed him, mate. So plenty to work on for yeah. those guys, but they should come out strong for the next one. Yeah, I think, um, like I said, Jet in the first one didn't really look too comfortable. And like you said, he was, he'd like to try and make a pass, sort of get held up, and then another guy would overtake him. Um, I think 
yeah, just experienced racing against guys with all that experience. Um, like they know if he tries to make a pass here and doesn't work, I can just dive down the inside in the next corner and make it stick. Um, obviously, I think early on he tried, he went past Kenny, and Kenny was like straight back by him. Um, just yeah, just kind of things that you don't really get so much in the two fifty class, but in the four fifty class, it's um, it's just a, it's just a well of wisdom and knowledge and experience and yeah like i said he learned from it and the second motor was a completely different rider um made really good passes made them stick put in solid laps and yeah was the second best guy um but yeah the starts need to um yeah get those starts back from the outdoors i don't know if they changed anything or if it was just the fact that the start straight it was, it was quite a short start straight um so maybe just oh maybe they need to look at a different type of gear in to just sort of just get the jump uh and maybe sacrifice something elsewhere because like i think most people kind of predicted it was very quite start orientated the track it was hard to make passes but um yeah i thought i would kind of expect a little bit more from barsha obviously like i said he struggled with the iron pump um but yeah if he can figure that out he's going to be another one another force to reckon with because he doesn't give up positions likely. Uh, um, so yeah, like with with some hole shots in the Barsha that can ride to his full potential, he's going to be another guy. This going to be a difficult could could prove some problems for uh, Jet and Chase. But yeah, I think I think it's safe to say Jet and Chase are probably your two your two guys going for this <clears throat> SMX World Championship. Um, but. Yeah, I think uh, I think we're in for some good racing. I think there's a lot of the rest of the guys like Roxham, Frandis, Anderson, Plessinger, Webb, Barsha, they're all on a very similar pace. Um, so yeah, if Chase and Jack maybe get a bit of a bad start, there could be some real good racing up front. Yeah, just we've sort of touched on Cooper Webb, but just, yeah, he was obviously back in the home crowd in front of Charlotte again, where he's got plenty of good memories, which we discussed on. But yeah, it's probably just good to get the first one out of the way with the new team. And he'll learn so much going forward, what he sort of needs to look for, probably ride a bit more outdoors this week. I believe he was saying just as he searches for more comfort and I guess the setting that he's after. But yeah, I feel like he was quite fast though a lot of the time, getting held up a little bit and probably you know the result was more he probably could have had a top five given his speed so good to see him back out there mate another guy in the mix fierce competitor an absolute savage yeah. on his day but yeah i suppose you got to talk about masterpool too top starts considering he was battling mm. appendicitis the other year he was saying he only had about half a race in him so considering all that and he's been on <laughs> antibiotic hospital for two and a half days so yeah pretty valiant effort coming out there and, and battling through all that adversity and i suppose when there's money on the line and there's sort of pride on the line because, you know, he's obviously shown that he can run up there. So I want to keep doing that and won't want to lose any time to these guys because you just want to race against them, always learning, especially in this sort of format where a lot of people are questioned his kind of supercross skills. So that was pretty cool. He had a pretty good effort in the tank considering, mate, were you impressed with that? And as we go down, yeah. the list, I guess Marchbank sort of goes under the radar a lot, but yeah, another immense effort by him. So he's definitely shown what he's all about, even though I believe he's back to the 250 in supercross, but I guess with that 450 class going to be absolutely stacked, you can understand that decision, even though if a lot of people aren't a fan of it, because it's going to be a hell of a ride just making main events next year in that 450 class, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, yeah, he went like 11, 12. He's like him and Garrett were kind of the, 
the next best guys that weren't on the factory bikes. Um, which I think if you're a tire masterful, you've got to be pretty pretty happy with. He's not had um like people have criticized his supercross career, but he's not really done anything to prove otherwise. Like he was he struggled to make main events in the two fifty class. Um but yeah, I think if you got him pretty happy with it, he got had good starts, put himself in good positions. Like you said, he's battling appendicitis, which is no joke. Um, but yeah, I mean, you could just kind of see uh, the the big rhythm section, the guys that were sort of going four three four three mm. three, were just eating the guys up that were um, kind of doing the rhythm that Kenny was doing in the first one, which was kind of like a onto the table off and then really slowing up for like a double and then a triple and then like a triple triple out or something but just the um the on off and then really slowing up and soaking up that double was a just you lost so much time from the guys that were going like quad three yeah. um <clears throat> but it's that's like that rhythm that rhythm of going quad three quad is just fucking insane <laughs> um like it's not like did taking the taking the piss out of Masterpool or anything. There's fucking no way I'd be even <laughs> attempting it. It's um yeah. yeah, there's no joke. It just but it just kind of goes to show how fucking sick people like Sexton and yeah, uh, Rock, uh Roxon and Jet. Like to put it in perspective, like Roxon wasn't even doing it in the first race because he just didn't feel comfortable doing yeah. it. Like that's how big a rhythm it was, but. Yeah, just um, <clears throat> I mean, I wouldn't really expect Masterpool to be putting things like that out, but that's just kind of where you see that separation between yeah. you, you guys like Chase and um Lawrence, and then like your Ma- March Banks and Masterpool. But I'm sure if he got a an eleventh or something or a twelfth at A one, then he'd be over the moon. So yeah, I think a health healthy, good off season, keep working on like the Supercross bits. And um, yeah, I think he can sort of be like a consistent main event top fifteen guy. Yeah, he should be pretty good, that's for sure, mate. As you sort mm. of go down the list, AC obviously had a horrible day, yeah, that nasty incident. So mm. he'll be looking to bounce back, mate. It's pretty nasty that one, actually. So hopefully, I think he's fine and should be good to go for the next one. But never good to see him going down again after all. No. Through. Yeah, tough one for yeah. guys like Dean Wilson, the Hill brothers. Moran's, I believe he's on a Honda now. So interesting to see how that program plays yeah. out for him. But those guys just be happy to be there and, and getting the money and getting the experience, I guess, before they fully reset for Supercross. It's like a bit of a bonus for those guys, you know. And then putting together these programs really late, like McElrath was, you know, pretty decent effort getting 17th, given the lateness of everything. I guess having these World Supercross rides and then trying to mix the two, it's a pretty strange sort of setup for him. But they're making the best. And, you know, Nicoletti and Harlan are always sort of up there in that top 15, around the top 10 areas. So any highlights from there, mate, before we go to the 250 class? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of hard because it didn't obviously show much mm. of uh, anything outside the top 10. I'm not really sure what happened to Dino, but he was he DNF the the, sec, the first one. I think he had a big over. one, big crash, and also uh, just struggled with the bike and the track too. Yeah, like it's just, they've just not been racing. Like Dean's obviously not racing since the WSX in Birmingham, which was a long time ago now. And same with you know, the people like Moran's, they've not really raced. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I feel like it's just kind of, let's just chuck something together, get out there. We'll 
we're already in the main event. Let's get some money. Um, and worst case, we can use it as a bit of testing for a one. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I think they were, Yeah, I mean, obviously Adam had a nasty one. Bless him, he held on to it for as long as he could. Yeah. But <laughs> eventually, she got away from him. But um, yeah, I think he got up and uh, probably just a few few bruises and that. But he'll be good. Yeah. So, how much do you not... think these guys are drained? You know, heading into this, you hear Lars Lindstrom talking briefly there about just you know it's a lot to go through for the team and the riders and especially the Lawrence brothers coming from that big high and then sort of coming in again yeah. resetting because usually it's off season yeah. or a couple of weeks till the nation. So it must be a little bit mentally challenging as well for these guys to sort of go at yeah. it again after just a short break. You know, it'll be interesting to see how they sort of cope with yeah. it. They'll be certainly probably doing a big sigh of relief when it's over, won't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean, even people like Cincerillo and Plessinger, Frandis, uh, people that have like done the four sort of 17 and 11 races, just probably just completely over it by this point, just just want a bit of bit of time off. But yeah, for the Lawrences, probably just completely mentally fried, just drained. You think like <clears throat> Jet winning the, the West Coast and then going... 22 and 0 in the outdoors, the, just the, the mental pressure of going 22 and 0 for a 20 year old kid must be amazing. And then, yeah, to come back into this, completely reset, go again. Yeah, it's um no joke, but I guess that's why they're paid, paid the big bucks. But then on the other side, you've got Sexton, who just, yeah, you just keep wanting to race and race and race until he fucking wins one. Um, <laughs> But yeah, obviously he he was probably ready, raring to go um, for that first gate drop, which kind of just showed he just got into lead and just disappeared. Um, I think that was just just like pure, just wanting to win a race so badly. But um, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see them at the second round when things are kind of settled out. He's got that sort of massive want to win out of his system jets kind of settled into it a little bit more um <clears throat> so yeah it will be uh be interesting when we go to i think it's chicago yep uh next week so that'll be good that's a home one for sexton too and it's interesting to hear the press conference he was asked about like a bit of the criticism and you know negative feedback he's got and he said yeah it's really hard to watch the broadcast obviously yeah. singling out a particular someone mate but uh it's hard to watch it back at times with the comments that go on about me, but no, he's yeah. got that edge about him now, and it's a pretty formidable foe coming into Chicago, which he'll be really relishing, mate. But yeah, back to the 250 class to finish up. Shimoda, what an effort, mate. He's kicked it off with a bang, which usually ends seasons with a bang, we were saying, you know, so yeah. definite power move of a weekend, and especially that pass on Vial as well, really set it up so well. He'd been just waiting for his moment for ages and Vial would sort of get a bit more of a gap and then he'd recharge again and he finally made it happen. So that was pretty cool to see both of them up there as well. And Vial, yeah, he looked really good, didn't he? We were saying before in our preview that he might be quite sort of accustomed to this track with so much outdoors stuff. Another guy which the reset probably does him good because it was a bit of a mixed season all year round, obviously better mm. outdoors than Supercross. But yeah, he got that win at Southwick and had a podium as well. So yeah, he carried some pretty good momentum in, mate. And yeah, he, he liked the mixed track and the section. He was pretty happy with it all and he felt good on the bike, which is something that goes a long way on a track like that. So 
I guess, focus for the next one and more good results. And there's some pretty interesting contenders lining up, especially when Hunter has an off weekend, which you know has been happening to him, facing a bit of adversity off the starts, untimely mistakes, crashes. So, yeah, there's a lot of guys. It's just hard to come through that pretty packed field, isn't it, mate? And there's just so many guys in there, so many factory bikes too. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, just, yeah, touch on the starts, it just seemed like it was the there's just Yamahas and Kawasaki's yeah, in yeah. front. That was it. Um, but yeah, Vial managed to sort of like sneak through the middle and get into the lead real early in that second moto. And he, yeah, he looked really good, um, real comfortable. Joe was kind of catching him through the rhythm section, just kind of soaking the jumps up a little bit better, where he's just more comfortable doing that in Supercross, whereas Vial's still relatively green to the whole Supercross thing, more focused on just nailing the rhythms each lap rather than sort of pushing through the jumps like Joe was. But, yeah, it was good to sort of see Joe push the issue a little bit, really be kind of the aggressor in the situation. And like you said, yeah, this kind of, it kind of only usually happens towards the end of a championship. So hopefully you can sort of use this as a bit of a confidence builder going into Supercross for 24 like you can do it at the start of the year type thing. But, um, yeah, Joe looked really good. Looked really good in the first moto as well. Deegan just um, kind of got the start and was, <clears throat> yeah, made the pass on Kitchen. And um, just, yeah, he looked really just aggressive, typical Deegan. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think he, yeah, I think he said on the podium that he lived, lived to send it. So, um. Yeah. He had a big crash yeah. earlier on in the day too, didn't he? Which said he was suffering from pretty badly in that second one. But yeah, he's all heart, isn't he? Mm. It's all energy and effort. So you got to admire that. Yeah, yeah, you've got you can't take anything away from the kid. He um he does light all out on the line for sure when he rides. Um, even the second moto, had a, didn't have a very good start, but yeah, just charged right to the end. Um, and you got to respect it. There's no <clears throat> there's no way around it. He um. Curly puts in the work. He's aggressive. Obviously, doesn't ride like you sort of see Sexton and Lawrence ride any much more sort of old school Carmichael, just hanging it out. Like, just his, his tactic is just to hit everything harder and faster than everyone else. And I'll just be fitter than everyone else. Yeah, um, the fitness is the key, mate, because it's not the most efficient yeah. riding style, is it? No, definitely not. No, <laughs> no, yeah. I think uh, kind of similar to sort of Tomac when he was um on the Cowie. I'll just if I'm fitter than everyone else, I'll just hit everything harder and faster, and I'll just win that way. Um, don't need any of this fancy hopping over bumps. I'll just <laughs> I'll just hit them flat out for t- for twenty minutes. Um, but yeah, fair play to him. Um, but I've seen a load of things on online and stuff like saying oh like hunter this hunter that like <clears throat> he's like it's like out of it already but he's like three points behind um <laughs> like it's not a big deal he obviously didn't things didn't go to plan obviously crashing in in the first in the second race on the start and then crashing sort of early on in the first race um on a track that's not easy to pass um, I don't think his his bite didn't really look that great speed wise or sort of the way it was sitting. It looked very his suspension looked really stiff. Um, 
and yeah, just the the Honda just looked underpowered compared to the the Pro Circuit Cowies and the on those Star Yamahas, but um, yeah, I think it's like it's clearly not over. He's three points out. Um, it's not a big deal, but I think Faulkner was Faulkner was really good. Had some mm. had a, a really good ride in the first one for a sixth. He was sort of right in that mix with, um, I mean, there was only nine seconds between sixth and first, so um, <clears throat> the speed the speed was there. But I think he was another one who crashed early on in the second mm. race. Um, so that was a bit of a bit of a bummer. But considering he came through the LCQ, um, got to be pretty happy with that. I think Anthony's probably a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Um, with a a fifteenth in Moto Two and a I think a DNF in the first one, or near enough a DNF. He was 18th, so probably not what Max was expecting. But I think a lot of guys were yeah. definitely expecting more Supercross, weren't they? Yeah, and like even Justin Cooper, like a 12th in Moto One, um, and then a yeah, he had some crashes and just had to build his way yeah. through. I think just tough on that. Yeah, track, 12th and sixth, just not. Obviously, it's been a while since he's rode Supercross, but yeah, just not kind of what he was expecting, I'd imagine. But yeah. again, same for a lot of people. I've got to, I got to say, more. mate, Haggard was right a D. We were bigging him up before in the preview, saying that he could be some pretty good results around the corner after that last one. So yeah, great mm. effort, and he held on to that level heaps longer and was, yeah. had great staying power. Didn't really drop off. So massive boost of confidence for him, mate. Definitely his best yeah. of the year, and probably as a pro. So. Really cool to see him, you know, closing on Vial in certain sections, maintaining the gap. So he'll definitely get a big boost. And after he was getting interviewed, he was almost in tears. He was just pretty emotional about the whole thing. And he's obviously going to be off to a new surroundings for Pastures New next mm. year, mate. So it'll give him a good little injection of confidence, that's for sure. And the starts yeah, help too. <laughs> exactly. Like seven three. Um, like you said, he's a really good starter which on a track like that and probably the the other two tracks is a real sort of feather in your cap when um the pace is so tight and there's not a massive amount of lines it's difficult to pass um but yeah third place is he, and he was right on him he was keeping um the Alan Shimoda on it a couple of times he sort of closed right in so within like a second second and a half so um yeah showed some really good pace and Jordan I mean, Smith was excellent too, wasn't he? He had some really great speed. He was able to carve through guys, yeah, hold it up there. I think, he had some um, better starts. He could have done some serious podium damage, couldn't he? Yeah, but yeah, I think that was actually Ryder D's first kind of Supercross race, and it's like first professional, yeah, I guess Supercross race. So yeah, things are looking good for next for next year. But yeah, Jordan Smith, I think, I think everyone who's watched Supercross for the last since twenty seventeen. Um, probably unlike a bit before, kind of knows Jordan's got speed to burn. Um, it's just always been a matter of keeping the thing, keeping it rubber side down. Um, like I think he was going for the title in twenty seventeen with Zacco and um uh, Savacci, and uh just fucking cartwheeled it going down Monster Monster Alley, um back in his Troy Lee KTM days. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean Jordan's a quick, quick supercross rider, really strong, really competitive. Um, so yeah, good to sort of see him build, sort of back into it. 
obviously didn't really have the outdoor season that he wanted, but 8-4 after fifth overall. I think he'll take it. I'm, I think he, I think he's still on star next year. So, um, yeah, hopefully they can have have two more good rounds and have a good off-season. And I think you're uh, silly to count him, count him out for a, not like a, to be a championship contender in 24. Absolutely, mate. Well said. And I believe, yeah, Hammock, another solid effort. He's sort of coming on really well this year. You say to what he can do when he's actually fit, healthy, injury-free and, Levi Kitchen, I believe, was six, so that was probably explained that drop-off. But, yeah, super impressive riding. As always, you know, he's just great on the bike, looks so skillful, looks like he's got time to do whatever he wants to do, even though he's still going so fast, just really technical. Yeah, obviously, Hunter Lawrence, no one expected him back in eight, or Cooper back in ninth. And then you look down, that just shows the depth of his class, mate. You go from, you know, 10th onwards, you've got Pierce Brown, Swole, Bolin, Faulkner, Hampshire, Schwartz, Anstey, Braswell, Hawkins, Park, Mumford, Nice and Yoda, like absolutely stacked, isn't it, mate? And obviously, Blose as well would have added to that. Obviously, he got disqualified in the LCQ for that little, you know, course cutting. But yeah, it's pretty impressive uh, to get a top 10 in that class at the moment, isn't it, mate? And the speed's incredible. Yeah. And the riding, you know, with their little bit immature, sometimes they don't mind throwing it in there. They're all aggressive. They want the results now. They don't want to wait. So it's a bit of a pressure cooker in there, mate. And that's why, like we were saying, you just need those starts, especially in this format. Yeah. I mean, if you think that. There's only seven bikes out there that are that aren't a factory bike. Um, six if you want to include Schwartz on the the only Suzuki. Um, not sure why it says Pierce Brown's on a one two five gas gas, <laughs> but <laughs> I think uh, I'm pretty sure it was a two fifty. Um, so good effort, yeah, like. It's, yeah, I mean, for a tenth on a one two five, I think he's fucking doing really well. Um, but yeah, if you like, you've got like Pro Circuit, Kawasaki, Factory KTM, Star Yamaha, Pro Circuit, Star Yamaha, Pro Circuit, Star Yamaha, Factory Honda. The list just goes on and on and on. Um, right the way down to RJ in fourteenth on like Rockstar Husky. He was the uh, and Hawkins, I guess. Um. Not Star Husky as well, but yeah, just the depth is unbelievable. Um, I guess it's kind of you kind of not used to it in the two fifty two cross course. You have the west and the east and the west, um, mm. split up for a majority of the year. You'd have the odd, um, shootout, which is basically what this is. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's imagine it's how crazy. wild the racing would be if they just oh. had two fifty class. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it'd be mad now. I feel like you'd have like five or six people going for the title in like the last round. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Like again, Volan twelfth. Not not really what <laughs> what he's looking for. Uh, obviously, Supercross has been a struggle for him, and this is not doing him any favors. I think he signed. Is he? I think he's signed for PC next year. Um. Wave so. So I'm sure Mitch will um be cracking the whip during the break because <clears throat> he's not paying him for 12th. Yeah, absolutely. So, mate. And obviously kit, Kitchen with a, with a 2.11. <clears throat> I think, like we know, Kitchen can run the pace when he gets the start. It's just a matter of trying to make passes. But I think it's the same for everyone. If they don't get the start. It's a, it's a struggle to make passes. I mean, even Hunter, nine like 9.7 was the best he could do. So, um, 
Yeah, I think if you're I think if you're a kitchen, you're you're pretty happy with it. The second was a good result, and the eleventh is just just brush it off and go go again next week. Yeah, go again, mate. Reset. That's a good thing about you know in America, you pretty much every week, and you know, and these once they get rolled, yeah. they're just back to back, so you can quickly get the momentum going back in your way. Just before we go, mate, just a quick bit of motocross the nations for USA chat. All the other teams are pretty much named, all the big players. There's still a lot of talk, you know, listening to the JT Weege and Steve Mathis, you know, their review show, they were saying there's a 70-30 chance they might not send a team, which is quite frightening, especially after their amazing feats last year, mate. So hopefully they can work something out to send a team because it's just a big loss for the event without them. And a lot of talk about Christian Craig, obviously, will be fresh back from injury, but he's, you know, one of the options there too. And yeah, obviously, RJ and AP look like they'll be there. If they send the team, they're two locks and they're just looking to find that other rider. So hopefully that gets sorted, mate. Yeah. But yeah, looking ahead to predictions for next week. Just quickly, I reckon we'll go Chase, Jet and Kenny for that. I reckon Chase probably is looking like the man to beat. And then in the 250s, yeah, I think we'll go Deegan, Hunter and Shimoda. How about that? We'll sort of flip the script a bit there, but it's so hard to pick in that class. It's just outrageous yeah um yeah i think 450s i think that's a just a good shout i think i'm gonna go i think jet's gonna turn it around i think um i think he, i see him going like 2-1 so i'm gonna go jet sexton and anderson and then 250s i'm gonna go <clears throat> uh, uh i'm gonna go hunter Hunter, Shimoda, Deegan. Very cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I think um, I think it'd be an absolute just a joke if uh, America don't don't send the team with after winning it last year. Um, not turning up with the one, two, three plates. It's just almost just like disrespectful. Um. And it kind of, I think it kind of is disrespectful to people like Plessinger and RJ that have said they'll go. It's kind of like, oh, we don't want to go because we're kind of like already admitting defeat type thing, and <clears throat> which definitely isn't the case. I mean, is it the strongest team they could send? No, probably not. But if things sort of fall the right way, there's no reason why, um, like we've seen Plessinger on his day is can can get it done. Same with RJ; he's got speed. Um. Yeah, I just think if they don't go, it's it's. I think it's just it just takes the piss a little bit. Just yeah, <clears throat> if if you're FIM and everyone, you're like, well, what? Yeah, like fuck you. Then we just won't. We just fuck you. We won't come to America again. We won't hold the event there. You can just not do it anymore, and we'll just do it without you. Um, which would be a shame, but it's kind of like, <clears throat> well, why bother if they can't be asked? Um, I mean, yeah, it's it's you can't send your best team every year. Just sometimes things just the cards just don't fall that way sometimes. Uh, but you just got to make do. I mean, look at two thousand and nine. They ended up sending some some dude on a Suzuki like first time on a four fifty. Jake Weimer, who like never won an outdoor, and it was oh Tedesco was like over the hill, but. <laughs> They still ended up winning, so like it's not. It wouldn't be like the first time they'd won with a so-called B team, um, 
they're still absolutely elite yeah. riders, even though the American benchmark yeah, is so exactly. high at their best of their best. But those guys are still absolute weapons. So it's like the chances you have in your Sexton, Tomac, and Deegan all ready to go with the same year. Like it just doesn't happen. Like I'm, like you never saw <clears throat> for the amount of years that Carmichael and Stewart are riding. Not once did they go to the nations together. It, yeah, just you can't always take your best team. It's just the way it is. It's part of the event. So they had the luxury of too many it. guys wanting to do it last year, didn't they? So now it's the complete <laughs> like, opposite. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Honest, Hopefully they if... can sort it out, mate. That's for sure. And <laughs> yeah, we'll just watch this space for sure. We'll bring the news, whichever way it goes, whatever happens. Yeah, the MX Vice will have it. But and also a final thought for you, mate, on just the British Championship closing. What were your take on it all, mate? And I guess. Now the focus for you know British motocross is Madeley Base and the MXGP and then the Nations. Exciting times ahead. Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the turnout in Monster Mountain I think was piss poor at best. They're just, uh, I don't know. It's kind of obviously the end of the season. Riders are injured or just like over it by that point. Um, don't think it helped. Like that, the track's got a bad rep. Um, I I agree with said rep um it's not a, i don't like it's not a good area it's not a nice place the track's not great but um yeah i think uh the championships were kind of already wrapped up conrad just needed two decent results uh which he did so he ended up wrapping up the mx1 title and same for gifting it was pretty much wrapped up um and he was I think he ended up with like a seventh or something and a sixth, um, which is kind of not very good for someone who was leading an MX2 GP race like the week before, but um, obviously got the job done. It would have been good to see him sort of go at it because obviously Cyril dropped back down to MX2 and ended up going 1 1. So now he's got to hear all off season about how Cyril's going to smoke him next year, but. I guess that's the bed he's made. So now he's got a lie in it. But, um, and uh, yeah, Billy Askew, what wrapped up the the youth championship on the Saturday. I'm pretty sure he won every race apart from the one he had a DNF because his exhaust his exhaust broke. I think. Um. So he moved up, and I think he had a fourth <clears throat> in the first one, and then a DNF. So I'm not sure if he had a crash or a bike malfunction, but. Showing a lot of promise, a fourth place. Um, so he'll be, he'll be one to watch next year, and doing the EMX two fifty as well. So it'd be good to have a, have a Brit back out there, someone to cheer for in the EMX class, and hopefully, sort of work his way up through that and into into MX two. So, yeah, it'd be good. And obviously, yeah, like you said, Matty Basin in a couple of weeks' time. I think, uh, <clears throat> the Irish team have said they're they're doing. Matley Basin sort of get a like a bigger event under their belt, seeing as they're all sort of just like local to like just doing the national championship type of thing. So that'd be good. Be interesting to see if there's any more uh like British wild cards turn mm. up. Um yeah. Yes. I know Max <laughs> yeah. Bays was trying to race it on a two stroke. No, really. <laughs> Not that he's British, but just be something cool to throw in the mix, wouldn't it? Yeah, I I think it would just anything in it. Just fucking someone get out there and <laughs> spice something up, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but, um, 
Yeah, I remember a couple of years ago, Alessi came over and did it. I think it was fucking shit, but it was just something else to watch. Um, but yeah, it's a shame they got that age gap because I think Tommy would be would be good. I think he could put it with on the right day at Matley Basin, could put it up in the top five. I think he's sick um, to see Roxon come over and do it with mm, them. Yeah, fucking anyone, <laughs> just like Nagel. Leon, I don't really care at this point. <laughs> just some, just yeah, let's get some people out there. But yeah, I think um, <clears throat> if it, when you uh, you know if Conrad after sort Gilbert of Gilbert are doing it, I haven't heard. I I think they will, even if they do it off their own dime, because obviously they've sort of made it cheaper for uh, wild cards to enter. So hopefully, hopefully they will. I know Conrad. I think they had Conrad done a couple this year already, so um, hopefully he'll do it. And Gilbert. Derry will be there too. Yeah, it's Derry. So hopefully there'll be a few Brits sort of knocking around that top 10. Yeah, like I said, it's a shame with the age rules. I think Tommy could do something in, in MX2. Yeah. I think when when you look back in history, he's going to be a rider that sticks out that's been shafted by that age rule because um, he is a, he is a really good 250 rider. Um that's kind of, I think, where his, where his talents lie. But, yeah, maybe he should have gone to America or stayed in America, I should say. But, alas, here yeah, we are. Mate. Plenty of stuff to look forward yeah. to, that's for sure. Before we let this one go, we'll thank our sponsors here in Golf Racing Fuels, Fly Racing, Monster Energy, Fox, Parts Europe, Scott, Bell Helmets, Acherbys, AS3 Performance, Kawasaki UK, KTM UK, O'Neill and, of course, even Strokes for all their incredible support. As without them, none of this would be possible. All right, thanks again for joining us, Brad. It's been a good chat covering a host of topics, mate. So all the best for the rest of the week, and we look forward to speaking soon. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thank you very much. No worries. Cheers.